Nala Ziratansiriku. And my name is Nat Wittiyatanasan. Welcome to Your Own Terms, a podcast that helps you have the life of your dream. Hi, listeners. We're excited to have you on our third episode of Your Own Terms. Let's face it, if we didn't have to deal with love life, we'd be 100x more productive than we are today. And love and life are super messy. If you were in your 20s and you don't have to worry about love, let's imagine how far you can go in your career. These are the things I wish someone would have told me when I was in my 20s. And today we'll talk about how to identify the right partner. <laughs> Yay, we're going to talk about our love life in this episode. I feel, I feel so intimate right now. <laughs> me too. And you know what? Like we're no experts because... It's not like we've been married for like 20 years or anything like that, but we are in our mid-30s, or at least me, and we've been through a lot of like ups and downs in relationships, so we feel like, you know, at least um, we can share a little bit of insights from what we've got and hope that you don't make the same mistakes that we did, or at least go into it with eyes open. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to people, especially for relationships, there's no blueprint, right? There's no one size fits all. Um, there's no, you know, universal truth for anything. So the best we can learn is learn from our own experience and also other people's experience. So um, hopefully um, both of our experiences can set, shed some light into the right relationship that you um, hopefully, hopefully will be able to identify. Um, and also the wrong relationship that you will be able to, you know, step out of. Great. Why don't we start by sharing a little bit about ourselves? Uh, Nala, tell us about your love life. Where are you in your stage of life right now? <laughs> well, I just got married. Um, not that recently. I, I got married two years ago. I actually um, met him at um, when I was in college. Um, had a crush on him, but didn't have the, you know, guts to sort of approach him back then because I was really young, very naive, this and that. Um, so we met briefly, um, didn't talk, and then we met again after I graduated. Um, then we were in a relationship. We're seeing each other for um, four or five years, and then we got married. Yeah. Wait, how do you know that he was the love of your life? Well, it's going to sound a little corny. Um, I, I, I don't think it's he's smiling right now I can't oh my god I can't imagine recording a podcast especially this episode with him in the room no um but yeah I I um he already know all of this so that's okay um so I I think I knew it was love at first sight for me um back in college back when I was in my second year of college um and then that feelings kind of stuck with me um and then when I had a chance to um to meet him again um right after graduation um it kind of struck me that um yeah it, it's something that I need to take action about um and then after that we went on our first date I think six I think almost six months later um you were the predator <laughs> you want to put it that way um but I just you know I just let him know that I'm interested and then he take he take things from there. What about you? What's your status? I am in a relationship right now. Um I think I would say it was like it's the first relationship that I can see 
um, something beyond just dating. And I've been dating a lot of people in my life. Um, so I have a lot of reservations. And <laughs> in, com- in comparison, this relationship feels different because it just feels good. Like as in like pe- you have a lot of like peace of mind you know, and like not so much of the emotional roller coaster that I would experience in the past relationships. So I can talk all about the red flags. Um, yeah. And, and I think it's the right the right time also on the stage of life where we're both like ready to have a a Mm -hmm. relationship um and so yeah it's just like a confluence of the right person the right time you mentioned a lot about red flags that you have faced in your past relationship would you care to share more yeah let's talk about red flags because I think in relationships like in career it's very hard to say if you know this is like the right thing for you to do but you can sort of tell what is not right, right? And so for relationships, my my previous relationships where I felt a lot of insecurity in the relationship. And I think a good relationship should make you feel good about yourself. So how you feel in the relationship is the number one thing that I would I would highlight. Uh, so you should notice on like how you feel about the relationship, how the relationship makes you feel about yourself. If it makes you feel... Um, that you are lower in terms of self-worth mm. or you're not worthy of like love or you're not good enough. Those are all the red flags. And I would I would give you an example. Um, in my past relationship, I was dating this guy. We dated for six months and he said, I am 80% smart. Um, as in like- you know what? I'm, I'm 80% smart. Like I'm not super smart. And he's like, this is not like a fuck yes relationship because I'm 80% smart. And I'm like, at the time I was very sad, right? Like it makes me feel terrible. Um, but then we were like on an on and off relationship for the next three years, even after that. And every time we meet, we would have like a big fight where um, he would not be okay about me for something. Sometimes it would show up in in, in the way that like when I feel insecure about myself, it makes him not like me even more. And so I feel like I can't really, I have to be like tough all the time. I have to like be mm-hmm. better at this and that to win his approval. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're in it, there were good times, not just bad times, right? So you don't realize, but these are sort of like the things that I wish I would know back then that it wasn't okay to be in this sort of relationship. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it was mostly um, the ideal, I, the idea of him as in mm-hmm. um, I used to like have a checklist of like people I like, which is like ambitious people, very career driven, you know, self-made. You have a checklist? I used to be into that. And and then I dated this guy and he like had all the checklists, right? And so um, I thought that was like, the right relationship but then when I came out of it like that I no longer have this checklist because it doesn't work in like in relationships you're supposed to create the relationship mm-hmm. by how you feel right and how it makes you feel not like how perfect the other person is on a personal level because that doesn't mean anything and it doesn't make the relationship better yeah what about you do you have any any red flags that you you think is worth noting I think um, a lot of times, so there's two person in a relationship, right? 
Um, so there's you and there's your partner. Um, but actually, we, we tend to think that way that, oh, we know the best, um, our partner know the best because we're in this together. But sometimes um, we need a third person point of view. Because um, when you're playing the game yourself, you really don't see it. Um, how it's playing out in the bigger picture, right? So um, if you can't identify whether or not this is the right right or wrong relationship, you kind of feel bad about it, but you kind of also love him or her, maybe take a little step out and ask people who are close to you. Um, some of the prompts that you can um, begin with are, um, what do you think about this person? Um, but make sure that um, it's an open space for them that that they know that you just want their feedback. Uh, what do you think about this person? Um, do you think I'm a better person uh, when I'm this real in this relationship? Yeah, basically, um, and and hear them out and maybe dig deeper into the points that um that they talk about. And I think you you get a lot of reflection from that. The caveat is like sometimes the other people only hear bad stuff so they don't really know what's a good thing is so i just see how you like seek an unbiased opinion on relationships well um it depends on how you treat your relationship as well right if you only tell your friends the bad stuff they will only know the bad stuff but um regardless of that um ask for feedback of of the version of you prior and also and in the relationship right now right like are you growing as a person do you think I'm the best version of myself do you, what do you think is the problem here like don't only ask for the feedback of your partner um, because for that they only get the the friend's point of view but they don't get the partner point of view that that's of course right um, but get the feedback of of them as your friend I think one thing I'd add as like the third piece is how you mm -hmm. communicate. Because mm -hmm. I think when you um, bitch about your partner to your friends, that probably means you had like a misunderstanding or a fight and you couldn't, uh, you probably couldn't find a soft landing or like a way to agree with your partner, right? So I think if you backtrack a little bit, how you communicate with your partner is, is, is a red flag too. Mm -hmm. For example, if you have issues in the relationship, where are you guys able to come to an agreement together afterwards in a way that is amicable and both parties are happy with the outcome or not, right? Like does the issue that presents itself in the relationship increase the bonding or decrease the bonding in the relationship? I think communication is, is the most important thing that I would highlight. And, and this is like a very easy red flag. Like if you have a fight, are you able to find a resolution quickly in a way that's amicable? One thing to note here is that relationship is a two-way street, right? Because it's a relationship. Um, so communication also takes two person or more, right? So if you can find a way to communicate with your partners, maybe try to look inwards first, um, reflect on yourself. Like, is there something that I say that, um, can be improved and you um, let him or her know that um, here's how we're going to improve our communication because here's a problem right and work together to improve our communication um, if he or she doesn't like cooperate and try to make it better with you then that's a problem but I think the issue is yeah bringing up the issue in the first place 
if bringing up communication is an issue, then like that's an issue. An issue in the relationship. For example, um, this is my sister. She doesn't feel like she has. She doesn't feel like she trusts her boyfriend, and she looks at his phone, um, which she shouldn't do, right? Because it's like privacy thing, and you shouldn't be looking at other people's stuff without their consent. Um, so she did that, and I, and she found something that she wasn't happy with. Um, and so I asked her, like, "Have you talked to him about it?" And she was like, "No, I don't know how to bring it up." Like, you know, like bringing up like issue in the relationship in the first place and knowing that you can communicate those to your partner whenever you feel un, uh, unhappy or dissatisfaction about something. That is like the key. You should feel that you can do it at any time. Um, Red flag is that if you can't bring it up, if it's not a safe space for you to bring up mm. a better version of the relationship. Yeah. And I agree. I think like communication, like fix, like figuring out how you communicate, and how to communicate better as a partner is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that comes as a second step. Like you have to figure mm-hmm. out. You have to be able to like bring up issues first, and then uh, I think yeah, it comes hand to hand, I guess, because mm-hmm. you need to be able to bring up issues in a way that is not that is constructive and like uh, yeah, relationship as well. Um, so one tip is not don't do that when you're upset or you just found out something. <laughs> Sleep on it. <laughs> and then I what I would do, um, as a side note for communication tips, um, is that I will first rule is don't do it when you're angry because it won't be constructive. Um, maybe you can start off cons- being constructive, but then at the end it's going to be a mess. Sleep on it, and then I would write my communication points of like what's the objective of this why am I bringing this up how can this be but how can he be better how can I contribute to this um and then at the end what version of our relationship would this solution bring Hmm. you know so so we can paint together what are we doing this for and you're not doing this alone I'm doing it with you let's go hand in hand and you know go to a better place Cool. Um, I think just a quick tips on how to communicate. Uh, I used to have a relationship where I try to say what I wasn't happy about and he turns very defensive. And then he broke up with me immediately that night. I was like very surprised. And so I was wondering if it was me who couldn't communicate it right or was it because the relationship wasn't good in the first place? So I talked to my therapist about it and, and the therapist recommended this trick's called iMessage. So if you Google iMessage, it's about um, how do you communicate your feelings without causing another person to be defensive, like not putting blame on another person. And how you do that is you say, I feel X, Y, and Z because you know you might have done this uh, or that or when you do this and that, right? And what I need is what like what can the other person do for you to help you feel better what would be the opposite of 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 the version that you just said um instead of saying you know i'm not happy with this relationship because you're not trustworthy and i don't know if i can trust you uh that's like blaming the other person right you can say that i feel unstable or unsure 
when um, you're not communicative with me or when we don't have like a like a good communication. Mm. So something like that. It's just like a very subtle mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. yeah, I can feel the difference. Because um, at first it's like very aggressive, right? Like, oh, you're X, Y, and Z and I'm right and you're wrong. And then the second version would be like, okay, I just trying to communicate how I feel. Um, and maybe it's caused by these kind of action, not who you are as a person, but an action that you might have done. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I think um what women would what women usually do, which is which I think is not always constructive, is like when we feel something, we try to invalidate our own feelings. As in like when you feel like you're jealous or you're not, you don't trust your partner, you try to say, okay, maybe it's me who don't like, who's not rational, but actually it's a feeling, right? And you have the right to have certain kind of feelings, but mm. that what you can do constructively about it is to address that feeling with your partner and try to find a mm. way to avoid it. Mm. Yeah. I love that. You know what? Um, I am intrigued to listen to your story as well because you were mentioning that you were in a toxic relationship before and you feel bad about yourself but then you still stay um, because you feel like you love him you can fix this it's your fault um what was the pivotal moment that changed you to from that version into the version that you are now that you know that it's all about communication and you know that you have to be the best version of yourself in the relationship honestly you just have to be in through a lot of bad relationships first to know what's right. <laughs> shortcuts. Podcast fasten the process for you. Um, but <laughs> I, what has changed me recently about how I view relationship is um, I had a disagreement with my partner and it was about like something, something small, like, you know, the kind of people that he hangs out with, the kind of conversations he had with his friends. And I wasn't comfortable about that. And that kind of shows different, a little bit of like this, uh, misalignment in terms of value in terms of like how much we value certain things but uh, long story short after that disagreement uh, he told me that you know when we have issues or things like this like and we are in a path towards having like a long-term relationship what you should do is just talk to me and you know tell me your perspective um, instead of jumping to inclus- a conclusion that mm. this relationship has to end so mm. it really changed me because it makes me feel that for the first time ever, we are the same team. Aww. Yeah. And that is, I think it's hard to come by. It's yeah. It's just like the realization that, oh, wow, we are actually a team now. Like I have your back, you have my back and we are mm. a unit, which is a very different feeling. And I think that. And that gives you the best peace of mind. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's for me. Um, so for you, what are some of the questions you would ask yourself to kind of what do you call it? Um, got check the relationship if it's right or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think like we discussed before, there are three questions that you should ask yourself. Um, when you're in doubt of a relationship, right? Like, or when you're trying to define whether or not identify whether or not this is the right relationship. The first one is, do you like him or her? Um, the second one is, do you like yourself when you're with him or her? And the third one is, does the relationship bring you peace of mind? And we'll go into um, that 
um, one by one, right? For the first one, do you like him or her? I know it sounds very shallow and you, you're going to say, oh, of course I have to like him or her. Um, let's say him. Um, I have to like him because, you know, I'm here, right? But by like, I mean, do you admire this person? Um, do you respect this person as a human being? Um, why? Because in the long term, you're going to find some characteristics, some habits that you kind of find is very nagging, it's very annoying. But at the end, if you still respect this person, you will be able to put up with it. So it's about uh, having shared values. Yeah, because I think a lot of times when you admire someone or respect someone is because him possess some kind of value um, that you share right um it's not just physical um it's it's also you know himself as a human being so yeah it's not like external attraction right it's what values does this person uphold yeah to align with my value mm. Mm. but you will know that um from the feeling that you respect this person or not you don't have to sh always share the same point of view toward th towards thing, but you need to know that he he thinks the, in the way that you respect, if that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. What's the second one? The second one is, do you like yourself when you're with him? Ooh, right. So it kind of relates relates back to the red flag, right? Um. So just question yourself the version you were big. For example, you're in a one-year relationship already. The the version you are when you're um in twenty twenty one um is it better than the version that you are now, or is this version of you is better than version of yourself back then? And what parts um of this version of yourself has been contributed by your relationship? It doesn't have to be direct, right? It's not like oh he gave you a lot of money or something, but does he inspire you to become a better person? Are you a better communicator because of him? Are you uh, more empathetic? Are you, you know, um, trying to figure your life out because you want to make it together with him, right? That's also okay. better relationship. Because yeah. like your past relationship, the one that was like 80% smart, that obviously <laughs> inspired me to be a better person because I felt like I wasn't good enough. So could I rephrase it to like, do you feel happy about yourself with him? It should be someone, okay, I changed my word. It should be someone who make you feel like you're in love with yourself and you want to take care of yourself because someone loved this person apart from me. You know, so, like love yourself more. You're inspired to make this person a better version yep. of yourself. Yeah. yeah. And what's the last one? Peace of mind. Um, I think it's the does the relationship bring you peace of mind um, as in you know it goes hand in hand with number two as long as you feel happy about yourself and the relationship makes you uh, feel like you have what it takes and you are already loved then uh, the relationship should give you that peace of mind as in it doesn't bring you the emotional roller coaster and it just makes you feel at peace so that you know you don't have to worry about the relationship and you can take on the world so that for yeah me I love that do you yeah. feel like you can take on the world I do like when you don't have to worry about relationships you know there's so much more time to be had and so much more energy to do other things so yeah. let's this up like if you can tell yourself 
um, your 20 year old self, one thing, what would you say? Don't settle for something less. Because when you don't have a lot of experience in a relationship, you feel like maybe this is as good as it gets. But I'm here to tell you that no, it's not. Right? Like you don't, if you don't feel good about yourself in the relationship, if you feel like this person um, don't respect you enough or don't make you feel, you know, like you can take on the world, then don't settle. You're better off being alone. I think you have to love yourself first as in you have to know that you deserve more and you can mm. get whatever you want. Um, and you shouldn't just like say, okay, I'm going to date this person just because he's with me now. Mm. And this is the best person I'm going to get. I think prior to meeting my, my current partner, I was like looking around on Tinder as well. And mm. like a couple of guys I found and I think it was only after I was very honest to myself whether I can see myself having a relationship with this person or not. And when the answer was no, it took some courage to 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 like say no to the person, right? And like leave um, to the uncertainty of like not having someone to date. <laughs> But that I think like having that courage and knowing what you deserve um, and being honest with yourself will lead you to like meeting the right person afterwards mm. yeah I think when I was younger I also feel like I'm scared of being alone like not being in a relationship so I jump from relationship to relationship to relationship and I find that if I go back in time I wouldn't do that um, that sabbatical between relationship that I think that's very crucial for you to to grow as a person especially when you're in your 20s um You need that time to to you need to spend time with yourself, um, in order to know what you want and what you don't want in a relationship, and that will eventually, um, you know, make your next relationship even better. Great! I hope this is helpful for a lot of you. And yeah, send us notes or feedback if you have questions. We're happy to answer in our next episode. Thanks, listeners, for listening, and you can check out our Instagram. Um, at your own your own terms start podcast go take the world girls bye if you like our content please show us some love by giving us a five star rating on your podcast app we'd also love to hear your comments feedback on your own terms podcast on instagram we'll see you in the next episode bye